CBS Radio brings you The Couple Next Door, written by Peg Lynch and starring Peg Lynch and Alan Bunce. do is sit down, get my feet up on the footstool, and the darn phone rings. Oh, get up and get it, dear. I can take a hint. Oh. <laughs> mm. Hello? Oh, hi, Elmer. No, not doing a thing tonight. Aren't you afraid to drop over? Oh, no, honey. Look, I wanted to get to bed early. Wonderful. Honey. I'd love to have you. Uh, huh? What? Oh, look, they always stay up so late, don't. Why, yes, I should say so. Oh, fine. Come right along. We'll be ready for you. All right, Elna. Oh, Goodbye. <laughs> why did you go and do that? You knew I wanted to get to bed early. And Fred uh, doesn't have to be up as early as I do. And he never thinks of going home before 1 or 2 o'clock, even on a weeknight. Don't put the blame on Fred. Well, no, look, I like Fred. I know you do, but I say don't put the blame on him because they stay late when they come over. Fred is the one who says he thinks they better be going, and you're the one who comes up with remarks like, it's hardly dark, or... What's the rush? You just came. Uh, I know, I know. I get you right. <laughs> you know something? I have one splendid character trait. I always admit it when I'm wrong. <laughs> Not always, dear. Who forgot to mail the Christmas package, Aunt Ruth? All that. Oh, well, look, Glenn, now, wait a minute. There are two sides to everything. I still maintain. <laughs> get it. Get up. No, and, I, I still get maintain. Get up and get out the movie projector. Fred and Elner are finally coming over to look at the movies we took in Europe. Elner asked if they could see them. You're kidding. Yeah. Was she drunk? Oh, honestly, what gets in? You know she doesn't drink. Well, look, nobody in their right mind asks to see somebody else's home movie. I think they'd be a little guilty if they haven't asked to see them. When they have been over and we hint about showing them, they've always scrambled for their coat. Yeah, well, by golly. Look, I'll get out the movie projector. You set up the screen and the chairs. We'll, we'll nab them the minute they get in the door. <laughs> Hurry up now. All right. <laughs> Where in 1960 is radio's foremost lineup of top stars? Well, that's a rhetorical question if we ever asked one. Right here, of course, on CBS Radio, the stars address. Hanging their hats hereabouts each Monday through Friday are Arthur Godfrey, Art Linkletter, Gary Moore, Pat Carroll, Pat Buttram, Amos and Andy, Andy Griffith, Burns and Allen, and Bob and Ray. Steve Lawrence comes calling each Saturday, too, on most of these stations. And each Sunday night... Mitch Miller throws a private party for you and his show business guests. We might add that for most listeners, there's also the live music of top name bands sent your way down the CBS radio lines. In addition to all these top personalities, CBS radio brings you its unrivaled daytime and Sunday drama. And there's unequaled CBS news, comment, and special events coverage. Where to find all this all during 60? Again, that rhetorical question. Right here, of course... On CBS Radio, the star's address. Elna, why don't you sit here? You can see the film better. Oh, I'm very comfortable on the sofa. Yes, but you can't see as well from there. The screen will be at an angle. <laughs> Move over there. Fred, you want to sit here beside me? What's the matter with where I am? I've got my feet up on the footstool. I'm all set. Yes, but you can't see as well from there either. You see, we have to put the projector in a certain place and the screen there. <laughs> so I suggest you sit more in the middle of the room, Fred, uh, if you just get up. Well, oh, okay. Uh, how long is this going to take? Fred. <laughs> you 
just teasing. I'm not teasing at all. Eleanor said to me, why don't we call the Pipers and ask if we can come over and see the movies they took in Europe? And I said, holy smoke, woman, are you out of your <laughs> mind? I'm red. Don't pay any attention to it. <laughs> exactly what I said. He's just being funny. He doesn't mean a thing. Eleanor, please, sweetheart, don't be always apologizing for me. You don't have to explain me to my friends. I've known this guy long before you did. And I know darn well he took all this movie film just so he'd have to make me sit through it, right? <laughs> Absolutely right, Fred. Truth is, I took about 2,000 extra feet of just scenery because I knew you'd want to see it. Oh, Although I know you have no appreciation for beauty, for heaven's sake. Oh, honey, now he's teasing. Shall I turn out the lights, dear? Yeah, no, no, no. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second. The old Butterfingers there are still shredding the film. You want me to help? No, you just keep your big paws out of the way, old Bean. Let me do this. Why do you men always think it's so funny to insult each other? Yes, I think it sounds terrible. Anyone would think you didn't like each other. It's our way of showing we do. Oh. Yeah, you women rush up to each other. Darling, how are you? And then you rub faces and kiss the air so you don't get lipstick on each other. Well, men can't do that. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Don't let okay. it turn out the lights. Turn out the lights. Right. Light. Get prepared for an hour of sheer entertainment. Well, Just is. wake me up when it's over. Oh, Hey, that, that's a good shot of you, pal. Looks just like you. Wait a minute, wait a minute. What is that? That's not Paris. It's the leading tower of Pisa. How did Italy get in here, dear? Oh, golly, I don't know. I must have spliced it wrong. Oh, really? Well, that's the leaning tower of Pisa, Eleanor, and the shot was taken from the top. We all walked up, you know, around on the inside, and it was so funny because with the tower leaning, you're always falling forward as you go up. It is the funniest feeling. Mm-hmm. I <laughs> think you told me that. Uh, is this funny? Uh-huh, did I? There's Betsy and Aunt Effie. There's Betsy buying ice cream from an ice cream man. <laughs> oh, there I am. Oh, yeah. Waving at everybody to hurry up and get back on the tour oh, bus. Yeah, don't you always. Uh, there you are, dear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. have to tie my shoelace. <laughs> well, that's a great shot, but I don't think it'll win you any Academy Award, boy. <laughs> well, his back was to the camera. I didn't know he was going to bend over, Justin. Oh, there's Betsy again. <laughs> buying some souvenirs. <laughs> Uh, there I, uh, oh, here, oh, here I am, that's Paris again. Oh, there I am, Fred. Look, i walking down the shows yeah. and he says, there's, for Pete's sake, who's that, dear? I don't know. I never saw him before. Well, who's that? I think that's the Tuileries Gardens, and I was taking that. <laughs> I didn't know somebody'd walked into the camera. Well, he's got a mighty nice set of vest buttons there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we got... When he started taking a picture, when you thought he'd gotten out of the way. Well, for Pete's sake, what did you do? Take 50 feet of this guy? It goes on and on. Oh, there, there we oh, are. There. Oh, there, 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 there's Notre Dame. <laughs> well, it was Notre Dame. <laughs> for the love of Mike, is that all you got of it? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Well, you can't take a lot of anything. Fred and I learned that when we went to Yellowstone last year. Honestly, we have one whole reel of the same gas station where we stopped and nothing of old Facebook. <laughs> Maybe ten feet of it. And you can't even tell what it is. <laughs> oh, there's our hotel in Paris. Yeah, 
Oh, and the doorman who was so nice. Oh, that doorman, nice, yes. Oh, he was so nice. There we go, there we go. Up the Eiffel Tower. Now, which I think is about the best shot we got of anything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. You know, you, very you, you watch this now, will you? Yeah, you really get the, the feeling of going up, oh, don't you know? Funny. See that? Just like it, dear. Uh-huh, yeah, it is, just I, like it. I took it right out of the window oh. of, the, of the car. Uh, when the when do we car. get to Italy again? Uh, did you get any pictures of those Italian beauties, Sophia Lauren or Gina Lola Brigida? There, that look. Oh, look at that. No, no, we're getting way up to the top of the Eiffel Tower. Powers, powers. Why'd you take some pictures of beautiful women? Uh, well, I like that, Fred. There are pictures of me. Oh, indeed, <laughs> there are, and I haven't missed one. Oh, you have But there's not enough. <laughs> and I picked you instead of Sophia Lauren any day. Oh, oh come on, you will you, Fred? Watch the film. We're nearly yeah, to the top of the Eiffel Tower. <laughs> Took all this so we'd really get the feeling of going up, you know, actually going up in the cable car. Uh-huh. Fascinating. But you know me when I'm sitting in the dark next to a pretty girl. <laughs> oh, Fred. <laughs> Oh, look, look. Isn't that a magnificent view of Paris? In a minute, you're going to see the most beautiful... Oh. What happened? What happened? Film broke. Turn on the lights. Turn on the lights. My gosh, maybe this is my lucky day after all. (laughs) Well, look, let's let's forget it. You don't want to see any more anyhow. Hey, what's the matter with you, pal? I've just been kidding. The fact is, I do want to see them. Only trip I'll ever get to Europe... Probably the only way I'll get to see Paris, too. Come on, come on. Get out the splicer and the cement. I'll help you. While the boys are splicing the film, why don't we go out and make some coffee on there? I've got a chocolate cake, too. Splicers in your den and the cupboards of the mess on the bottom shelf, dear, and also the cement. Okay, okay, we'll find it. Come on, come on, Fred. Say, uh, you worried about something? You seem kind of jittery tonight. Oh, no, 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 no. I, no, no, I'm fine. Come on, I know you too well. Come on, tell Uncle Fred. Oh. <laughs> Can't keep anything from you, huh? Well, the truth is, I have got something on my mind, if you want to know. I had, I've had it all week, worried about a stupid thing that I did. And, well, when you've done something dumb, you don't feel like admitting it to anybody. You <laughs> yeah, know. you're talking to the right party. Boy, making stupid mistakes is my chief talent. I'm glad to hear I'm not alone. I still the thing. All right, then. Look, close the door, will you? I don't want the girls to hear me. <laughs> Look, so drive carefully, Fred. That, that, that hill's slippery, you know. Why don't you close the door, dear? Because it's cold. Uh, well, what was the matter with you tonight? Nothing. What do you mean? When we were first watching the movies, I didn't think you were very nice to Fred. My goodness, you shouldn't be jealous just because he made a silly remark about sitting next to me in the dark. <laughs> jealous? <laughs> Why, he always says things like that. You know, Fred, it doesn't mean a thing. Jealous? I wasn't jealous. Truth is, I... Well, I guess I was a little annoyed because he wasn't watching my wonderful shots of the Eiffel Tower. Well, you know, we might as well face it. Nobody's ever going to enjoy our home movies the way we do. Surely that didn't upset your whole evening, though, dear. Who was upset? Oh, look, I know you too well. Now, now what's been on your mind, huh? What is it? <laughs> Boy, you and Fred, you can read me like a book. All right, all right. I told Fred about that door-to-door salesman we had here Monday night. Oh, honestly, you back on that again? Put the projector in. I'll take down the screen. What did you tell Fred? I told him the whole thing. Told him after I fell for this guy's story and handed him a check for $43 for a magazine subscription that I got suspicious and stopped payment on the check the next morning. Thought you were going to forget about it since you weren't out any money. Why are you starting to fuss about yeah, it again? Well, I just got to thinking about it today. Look, if that guy was a crook, and since I stopped payment on the check... Well, I mean, what if he got mad about not getting the money and came back here to the house, and maybe with a gun or something, you know, in retaliation? I mean, you're home alone with the kids during the day, and... Oh, dear, yes. 
What did Fred say? Fred said I should go to the police tomorrow and tell them about it. Well, I told you that when it happened. Now you're all set to do it because Fred tells you. Is he so much more of an authority than I am? All right, all right, all right. Now, please, never mind, will you? Tomorrow I'm going to the police, which you suggested. All right, I Should have done it before, okay? Yes, all right. (laughs) Okay. Now, I want you to stop thinking about it so you sleep tonight. Why don't we run off the film once more so we can really enjoy it ourselves? Yeah, how about it? Let's do that. Yeah, I want to go up in the Eiffel Tower again. Oh, those were good chops. With you, huh? Yeah. (laughs) And ride in the gondola in Venice again. Oh, it seems like yesterday. Yeah. When it's cold outside, your youngsters need a warmer upper. Serve them a good hot soup plate lunch. Campbell's nourishing vegetable beef soup and sandwiches. Soup warms them up, makes good things begin to happen. Appetites tingle as they dip into this delicious soup. Good hot Campbell's vegetable beef soup. It's mmm, mmm, good. Nourishing good. Have you had your soup today? The Couple Next Door stars Peg Lynch and Alan Bunch.